0: This is Daizenshu EX, the podcast, episode 63 for the week of February 4th,
1: 2007.
0: Welcome to Daizenshu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site,
2: Zenshu EX.
0: We cover anything and everything. everything. Everything, Dragon Ball, in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of porn.
3: A smudge. Just a little bit. You yeah. uh, know, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, ent- well, porn is entertaining.
3: Yeah. To, to some people.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't know any of this <laughs> myself. I'm, I'm a clean boy, a clean, um, homeschooled, naive. Young... Country bumpkin. Country bumpkin. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm actually wearing pants today. I am Mike Labrie. Perhaps you know me. As Vegito EX. And yes, I got two folks here. Julian, Maya. I'm going to go way, way back in Dazenshu EX podcast history here. My faithful... Locationally displaced lackey, Julian.
1: (laughs) I miss that. Then you ran out of phrases. Yeah, I
0: I ran out of stuff. I got nothing. He's not here this evening. I believe he's singing because he does that.
3: He's a man. The
1: man with the voice. That's
0: true. In his place, I have two fine people. To my less than proverbial, she's on my left. This is very wrong. I feel more across from you than to the left of you. Well, here, let me turn myself a little bit. Right. Oh okay. now I'm facing the wrong way. To my less than proverbial right,
1: this is Mary.
3: C- you look like the Final Fantasy Cactus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wish I had the camera ready. He was so assuming the cactus position. Mary.
0: <laughs> yes. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good stuff. And then over here, truly to my less than proverbial right, Mr. Jeff Heller. Hi.
1: How are ya? Punchy. Punchy?
3: Don't I say that every time? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm, again, punchy. But that's, that's your okay. fault.
1: <laughs> it's easiest to blame it on, Mike.
3: That's right. The supplier.
1: <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame the rum.
3: Okay, I'll blame the rum. I love you, rum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to partake myself and let you two find people speak about what's been going on. Mary, how are you? What's going on? What are you up to?
1: Oh, What am I up to? Last week I, I finally beat Elibits. I don't know if I mentioned that in the podcast, but it's a Wii game that I got from Mike for Christmas. Because I'm cool? Yeah, now I can actually go back to um, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess because I haven't be beat it yet. I kind of don't want it to end. I have this problem with games that I really, really like. I know. Or I don't want it to end, so I kind of stop 75% of the way through and let it drag out. That's going to be yeah. my excuse for every RPG I've ever played. That's a good one.
0: I'll buy that. Yeah, Sweet.
3: Actually, they should have done with the Zelda games in Continuum from the first one, where you would beat the game and then you go, hey, wait, no, there's another quest. Yes.
1: <laughs> It'd be just the same backwards. map over again, Woo-hoo.
3: but yeah, Reverse, like different flipped. people. Actually, that'd be really good. You could do the same exact game over again, just change all the character names, and technically it's a different game, right? I'm wow. living someone
1: else's life. It's different.
0: Wow.
3: <laughs> it's a c- continuation, circle of life.
0: Because that's what Tizen x is about. It's all about-, about.
3: It is a circle of life. The circle, circle of, life. of life. Yes.
0: Jeff, Mr. Circle. Of life himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: one screwed up circle of life. It's more like a, more like a I don't know either a paw print or like an oval or no. Um, as you know, my website is uh, www.jhgf.d.com. However, uh, there was an interesting uh, little scuffle I have with my web host.
0: Oh. Yeah, you've
3: heard this one, I think. Um, Yeah, this is interesting. So they changed my email address on me. Yeah, no, they changed my password to the site on me. And so I couldn't log into my own site to check the stats or anything. And I couldn't check my email, which really sucked. So I sent them a ticket and was like, what's the deal? And they wrote back, well, we sent you an email explaining this, that you know security reaches whenever we just had to change it and i said right. okay what's the email address and they said oh uh jeff heller at night owl and the night owl pictures address has been dead for two years
2: <laughs> i said
3: you know it's dead and if you had checked your links for a 404 or some kind of mailer Daemon, it would have told you this and they're like all right well what email address and you know they had to ask me like okay what's your like driver's license number and where do you right. live and all that stuff So they said, okay, what email address do you want? And that was all fixed, whatever. So I wasn't hugely pissed about it because they were pretty responsible about, about the whole thing. So about a couple days later, I go check my website and they had recently upgraded everyone's accounts from 10 gigs to 250 gigs for each basic person. And I had a basic account that was cool. Very nice. I know, but I go to my web space and I look at the size that it said I had and I'm looking at it, it says 2.5
0: terabytes
3: (laughs) and I'm like, holy shit, I have 2.5 terabytes for my website. What the hell am I going to do with 2.5 terabytes? So I go and tell everybody. <laughs> it's on my LJ. It's probably on my MySpace. I don't even know. I'm like, okay, who wants to store shit? <laughs> so finally, like a couple days later, as soon as I tell all the guys from work about it and they start giving me these great ideas, I check the website again. They bump me down. They, they took a zero away. Aww. So I'm back down to 250 gigs. Like, I'm going to complain. Oh, poor
0: you. I know. <laughs>
3: that backs up my entire computer layout right now. <laughs> right. So I'm not complaining. but i'm still planning on if i can get a fast enough internet connection screw it i'll just edit off the web
1: oh my god
3: (laughs) web streaming editing like our dream i know Then we
1: could work on our project you know Hmm. via online oh that'd be be better
3: because then everyone can access it
0: well you know what in a hundred years when this is all possible and of course we'll still be making videos in a hundred (laughs) years yeah um we'll we'll do it
3: excellent nice in a hundred years Right. So get that get that circle of life juice flowing. We need to live for that hundred
1: years. <laughs> I'll go get the rum. <laughs>
3: it's a
0: great start. It is time for the news. Mary, got any news for me this week.
1: Last I checked, there is not any real official news. No. Not that I check that often, because I'm not as diligent as you.
0: No, I haven't really seen anything. No press releases, no other stuff coming out. However, we have more cases of uh, the remastered DBZ Season 1 box set trickling out. A lot more people on my forum have gotten it. Why is it that I, Mike Labrie, perhaps you do know me as Vegito EX. Doesn't have the box set yet. Because you ordered it from a certain retailer. Because I ordered it from Amazon, and Amazon actually won't ship it until it's due date. But all my forum lackeys all have it, and they're all posting up screenshots. And there is some funny stuff in there that they have put up and it's amusing. We are going to have a Full expose, if you will, on this season one box set when we get it in.
3: (laughs) If you ever get it.
1: What's the official release date? February 5th? Next week. Sixth? Next week. You had to be
2: legal.
0: I know. What's wrong with me? (laughs) So we'll have a full review on that when we get it. We'll be bringing someone on the show to talk about it. Familiar voice. That'll be super, super fun. Something you might have heard last week or so. Mary and I ordered a new computer. It's here. And we got it. And I'm doing the podcast on this for the first time. This is crazy. This is insane. It's all glowy and red. It's huge. It's it's an alien spaceship. And I think there's a dying red monster inside.
3: It's also a toaster.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. That it burn, some... Burns it just the right amount.
3: Oh, that was, those are some good bagels.
0: Those weren't bagels. Oh <laughs> we have a great setup in here now i've like rewired our entire place multiple mon I think I have more monitors than computers that are on right now, which is a little <laughs> strange but th- this computer rocks. I got this new sweet widescreen monitor, pretty awesome. So I'm doing the podcast on this new setup for the first time. I'm really looking forward to how this turns out.
3: So. But you know, with all this great technology, Mike, uh, this really leads us into some interesting possibilities. You know, that, that's
0: true. It does. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this for a while. I was wondering, like, you know with all this stuff coming in, probably do some pretty cool stuff.
3: You got something planned?
0: I would like to say right here on this very show, Funimation, you are not the only ones that can do this. That's right, we have the capabilities We have the power We have the knowledge And we have the will Right here on Dazen 2 EX The Podcast Episode 63 I would like to cut right now To our audio press release We have cameras, they're knocking on the door We're cutting away right now Come on in, come on in They've got cameras, I, I can't believe this This is phenomenal Folks our first audio press release on Dai Zenshu EX, the podcast. Here we go.
2: Hey kids, do you like the internet?
0: Yay!
2: Do you like podcasts? Yay! Do you like widescreen? Uh, what? You like what? I don't know. Do you like high, high definition? definition? Wait. What? Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Dai Zenshu EX is proud to announce an all new, never before heard experience. We've digitally remastered every episode of this phenomenal podcast in a glistening 1080p widescreen presentation. We brought the original Japanese Uncut Masters to a state of the art facility for an automatic, no nonsense, no supervision remaster. Complete with the voices you know and love, the way it was meant to be heard. We are proud to deliver Dai Zenshu EX in this new format, consistent from beginning to end for the first time in America. Look for the Daisenshu EX Season 1 Ultimate Uncut Super Special Remastered High Definition Edition Podcast. Coming soon to a series of tubes near you.
0: So there you go, folks. Biggest announcement of the year. Hands down, feet down. So hopefully you were sitting down for that. I can only imagine if you were standing for that, (laughs) you probably pooped your pants. But that's okay. It's cool. I won't blame you for it. Well, it's cool you, to poop your pants. Yeah,
3: you, you turned your butthole inside out to that news. <laughs> that's right. That's horrible. That's right. Um, that's just wrong. I regret
0: that. So if you weren't sitting down, by, by now you've fallen over. Um, get comfortable down there. We have a lot more stuff to discuss. It's going to be a, a fun episode. You guys say we get on into it? Yeah. Let's do this. Cool Let's do it. Cool shit. This week on the podcast, we are premiering an all-new recurring segment.
1: Wow! First a press release, and now a new segment. I know you'd think
0: we were cool and had a budget, or drunk, that too. <laughs> it oh helps. no, no, we are legal adults, and just listen to
3: the bass <laughs> on my voice. Yeah, <laughs> this is sadness right here.
0: <laughs> this week we are starting. I don't even really know what to call this. It involves manga. It involves discussion. It involves analysis. It involves fun.
1: Fun Dragon Ball manga analysis segment. Discussion. Discussion. Happy time. Happy
0: time. (laughs) Yes. What we're going to do is, the way I'd like to do this is once a month, hopefully the first episode of every month, we're going to go volume by volume with the manga Dragon Ball. We're going to do a brief description of what happens in that volume. Uh, Hopefully you've read it by now, and if you haven't, you're going to have a lot of stuff spoiled for you. But if you're on episode 63 of the podcast... By now, you've had everything spoiled for you. You know, the series is old, so we kind of say we're spoiling. We're going to go forward like this. We're going to talk about the manga. We kind of have two perspectives here. Mary and myself have read the manga before, especially this early stuff. We know pretty well. Mm -hmm. We've read it. I guess you can say we looked at it in
1: Japanese. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually (laughs) looked or read the whole thing. Like, I still haven't read... Or watch the Red Ribbon stuff. That's well. true. So, so be when a we surprise. get to that, that's going to be new to you.
0: Mm-hmm. But for uh, at least, we're going to start with Volume 1, obviously. Uh, Mary, you and I have both read this. We first read it in English when Viz first put it out in their monthly format. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember when that was. You can look on our site in the manga reference guide for those dates. We read it again when Viz re released it in their Shonen Jump format. Like I said, we flipped through it in its original Japanese. We have the Kanzenban. We've seen the TV episodes. We know this really well. And then we have Jeff over here. Jeff's going to be our other perspective on this. You have a a decent familiarity with the series. Pretty much. You you know the ins and outs. Yeah. But you've never read the manga. Never. So this is all new to you. You just read this, what, last last week or so? Uh, Around that, yeah. And you just flipped through it again. So we've got a pretty fresh memory on it. So we're going to have fun. Uh, Mm. Our two perspectives, great series, influential, love, courage. Friendship, Nakedness. Nakedness. Yes. Nakedness.
2: <laughs>
3: did we just say that together? That was awesome. Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. Yes. yes. A
0: little, little bit of boy penis in here. Yeah, there, I,
3: there was boy penis. Th-
0: there and is. And balls. And uh, apparently some missing dragon balls. That poor dragon. And that poor, poor dragon. Yeah. Well, first thing I want to do
1: is, uh, when did this come out? 1983, let one. Let's <laughs> count down, everyone. <laughs> 1984
0: is when this was originally published. Yeah, right. The first time. (laughs) Yeah. Where are you going? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The manga began in 84. The TV series actually started two years later in 86. So uh, this has. 20 years on it. So we kind of have that perspective to talk about. Let's briefly just go through this first volume here. We are going by the original tankobon format, which is 42 volumes long. When it was re-released in Japan, the Kanzenban, it was 34 volumes.
1: I was just thinking, if we're doing this, you know, once a month... Exactly. 12 months in a year. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to take us, like, assuming the podcast is around for, like, exactly. three years. Holy shit.
0: Holy crap. It'll be fun, though.
1: Yeah. Always something to look forward to Oh, I month. know.
3: I'll be coming here in my walking stick.
2: Make yeah. <laughs> sure we're on volume 58. <laughs> it's your last one, folks. <laughs> so
0: you can follow along with uh, the Viz release if you would like. Which is fine for the early Dragon Ball stuff. Many, many years from now when we get to the Dad Z translations, we can cover those. <laughs> but we'll start with uh, Volume 1 the his translation. This is the first 11 chapters of Dragon Ball. Just initial thoughts.
3: Um. Okay, well, af- well from seeing it only at certain parts, mostly Cell Saga and afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being in-, in Z and all. And uh, right. I saw parts of Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Reading the manga, it's kind of uh, weird to see that it starts out with just one character. Right. Right? Like, it's just Bulma, actually. I think it starts it, if I'm correct.
0: Starts off with Goku, then it switches over to Bulma then it for switches a little to bit. Bul- yeah. Right.
3: So it starts with Goku, which is essentially what the series is about. Right. But interestingly enough, it's just him. He lives by himself. And yet, later, when you go into... God, when you get into like GT years, he's surrounded, by he's surrounded by people. Right. And it's just so weird to see how he starts just by himself living alone mm-hmm. and stranded. And he's now like, he's been all over the universe basically right. and has all these friends and is never alone. And, you know, this like, it's just really odd to see it so, st- you know, starting so humbly really, yeah. you know, like there's just nothing else there.
0: Mary, what about you? First initial thoughts that, after reading? That was
1: so well put. Huh? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, just really, really fun. Yeah. Like I almost kind of forget that it turns into a huge sci-fi epic because this is just pure slapstick, and you know right. I was having this shit-eating grin on my face almost the entire time <laughs> I was reading this thing. You kept looking at me like, "What are you grinning at? <laughs> like it's funny."
0: Coming off Doctor Slump, writing this. right so, exactly. Obviously, the right. I mean, the plethora
1: yeah. of like poop and bodily function jokes and body parts. I mean, you could tell he was riding high from you know having finished Doctor Slump, which. Right. I guess you know, it kind of can't be helped. I mean, maybe that's just what he's used to. Right.
3: How many uh, other series has Toriyama written t- at that point?
1: <sighs> he, he's done a lot of uh, little one-shots
0: here and there. Mm. He's famous at this point for Dr. Slump. I oh. mean, he's very well-known, very well-famous in Japan mm. for Dr. Slump. He's already a household name, essentially. When hmm. he starts this Well let's uh, start doing a little synopsis of this Like I said this is the first 11 chapters Chapter 1 is really the introduction of I guess you would say the two main characters of the series Although Bulma kind of doesn't uh, become a main character Yeah And she doesn't even really stay here What do you think of Bulma's position Even in just the first chapter here
3: you would think she'd be like a main character and even like a love interest, which is interesting. Like right. you you kind of figure there's a lot of innuendo and stuff in this series that mm-hmm. would just lead to that being like a traditional love story coming on afterwards. Right.
1: Especially when you find out what his age is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like what?
0: Yeah
3: right. Well, he's
1: actually wrong about his age. Oh, that's right. He says he's fourteen. He's actually twelve. Okay, that's a bit more of a that difference. Four
3: years difference, though, is not right. biggie. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, still, it's it's uh, I don't, you wouldn't think anyway from just how it starts that it's going to turn into what it does. Mm. And I guess that's part of the point, you know, because well, I mean, there's got to be a ton of surprises as the series goes on, but just how it starts, it's. Like, Pretty uh, remarkable.
1: And even Toriyama had no idea that's where it was going.
3: Which is even more interesting, <laughs> you Yeah, know?
1: I'm assuming that when he started this, he was going to make it strictly a very loose adaptation of Journey to the West. It was it- supposed
0: to end with Pilaf initially.
1: That, it, that was it. That was going to be it. It was going to be just like probably two volumes. Mm-hmm. I think you can actually read some of the Q&A segments from
0: the original Japanese printing uh, with Toriyama. I think Viz kind of consolidated them here and there. Uh, he changed his story to maybe it'll be about 10 volumes and then I'll be done. It ended up being forty-two volumes. Jesus. So right, he had no idea where he was going. Uh, let's go back to what's in this first chapter. In the first chapter alone, we learn all sorts of things. We're introduced to the Dragon Balls. We're introduced to the whole concept of Gather Seven. Shenlong comes out and grants a wish, which I guess you can say is the basis for the entire series. Even when it moves away from that, it's always still there, waiting.
3: Even to when be it's used. yeah, even when it's some guy's showing up and going, "I'm going to kill you," they still. You know, he does kill someone, but then they find the Dragon Balls and revive him. And, that's and they the use them point. for something, right? Yeah. It's kind of funny. I think they all have their own, you know, motives for finding the Dragon Balls. And yet at the end, they, like, just find, like, these uses just, you know, are put null because someone dies and they have to revive them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one kind of finishes up with um, boy saves girl kind of thing. Funny. Nothing to... Girl pisses her pants. Yeah. <laughs> More bodily functions going well, on hanging here. from a stick,
2: that was great.
0: <laughs> so we're moving on to Chapter 2 here. At um, this
1: point, she forced Goku to come along on her little quest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. He has no idea what's going on. She's
1: just yeah, He do doesn't it. know any better, so he's easy to take advantage <laughs> of. And she even says, I'm going to use his strength. Right.
0: And,
3: right. Uh, and uh, Goku keeps calling the Dragon Ball Grandpa. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got Bulma. Um, she's got her capsule. She's made the house. Goku's going out to find food. Um has got the coffee. Then we have the great scene of uh, Goku kind of coming into manhood for the first time here.
3: A tender moment.
0: A very special chapter of Dragon Ball. Very special chapter.
3: It's only the second chapter. <laughs>
0: Basically, Goku sees some pussy. Woo! Already in chapter two? Yeah. Jeff, what, what do you think about the pat-pat?
3: <laughs> I love the pat-pat. <laughs> that is so awesome. No pat-pat! <laughs> Her
1: balls are missing!
3: Oh, that was great. And, you know, it was kind of questionable, though, because he puts his head there and he's like, there's no cushion. Right. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of odd. Well,
0: what's he doing with his grandpa? <laughs> right. That mean... he's,
3: he's resting on cushions? Yeah, Okay. Um, The fact that he's
0: so familiar with that is a little disconcerting and perhaps explains a little bit about the character of Goku.
3: Yes, certainly later on this answers a couple of questions. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a whole hell of a lot else in Chapter 2. Just kind of uh, moving it along here. Chapter 3, we are introduced to Umigame, the uh, sea tortoise here. Is there really anything going on here other than we're kind of moving along, we're going to try and introduce some more characters here. It's kind of wandering around, getting into a little fight with a bear and a sword. I will say that the bear and the sword is the most important character in the entire Manga for the sole purpose of providing bears to fight in Legacy of Goku because <laughs> <Games. laughs> you know when you're wandering around mm. in an action RPG, it only makes sense to fight snakes, mm-hmm. bears, and bears with swords. Mm. Yes, yes. Ponder on that for a little bit, and then at the very end of chapter three, we are introduced to Senin himself.
3: Ah, but read the read the quote on the bottom when it goes to the next uh, chapter. It I say know that?
0: it's. I have to imagine this was uh, a little vizism. Yeah. Hey. Goku, get off of my cloud.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great. It's, ugh. Oh, Viz. <laughs> they have a lot of liberties that they take. Yeah, there they are. Mm-hmm. So I guess these early chapters, or at least to me, they feel like they just serve to kind of develop the relationship between Goku and Bulma. Mm-hmm. Which is her constantly yelling at him. saying, yeah. Don't look at my boobs. And him
0: with a stupid... Just look on his face. I don't
1: like, know. where is her tail? This <laughs> this is, why do you have a butt on your chest?
3: This is also the part where uh, you get to see her use her capsules, right. which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty weird uh, considering. Well, I mean, of course, this is a fiction, duh. But, I mean, still, it's like they have these capsules, which are, let's see, cabins and, and motorbikes. Mm-hmm. Where the hell do they get these things from? I Granted, Bulma's Hachi probably just ripped them off of some guy. Oh, so you,
0: you actually don't know?
3: No. Where where the hell oh, do those capsules okay. come from?
0: Well, that will be interesting because you'll learn.
3: Oh, all right, then. Mm-hmm. I sound so naive. This is wonderful. I'm going to be the naive guy in this. I
0: mean, it's not all that interesting. Yeah. But they do come from somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so uh, moving on to chapter four here, we are introduced to, of course, the the deceased immortal phoenix. (laughs) you know you I'm Toriyama to come up with something like that right <laughs> so instead we are given Kintone and uh Kintone it's actually a little break in the word there I've never been able to say it properly and Julian will be happy He'll to read so you when he comes back completely Kintone not Candy Cloud as NGN would um like to have you say Ew. <laughs> and a little bit more of plot points here it doesn't do a whole lot over the course of the series other than provide entertainment and that's those with pure hearts are the only ones that can ride now here's my question for you mary there's a very important scene in dragon ball z that quite literally has the phrase pure heart in it right vegeta at this point would a newly super saiyajin Vegeta be able to ride King Tone? No, because he says his
1: heart is pure evil. Oh. So, yeah.
0: You know, well, I do they say pure pure good heart? Here? I don't think he thought that far ahead when he was writing this. Well, I just wanted to put that out there. Nice the fact, yeah. catch. Yes. Nice. Yes. So, um, hmm. fanfic writers, there you go. We have a new character combination. We have Vegeta flying around on a cloud, blowing up planets, because he is pure... Evil. Fantastic. And we got Goku riding around, and uh, this also brings in some more nudity. And that is Bulma lifting up her uh, woohoo.
3: Yeah, Goku happened to do a nice panty snatch. Right. And uh, of course, Bulma is totally unaware of this. Uh, a little wind, maybe, but yeah, nothing too Apparently obvious. Not. Apparently not.
0: Maybe she's used to that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, she's 16, apparently. So. All
0: right, moving on. <laughs> Jail baits. We get a Dragon Ball out of it, and um, <laughs> that's pretty much all there is to it. And she realizes, and she changes her clothes for about the billionth time, and <laughs> span of four or five chapters, and shoots Goku again, and, and then they're off. And we are on into another chapter, introducing Oolong.
1: Who was a lot younger than I thought he was, apparently. That's true. He says, regarding Bulma, oh, she's older than me, or something like that. So Right, only by a couple years. You know, I never really thought Oolong had an
0: age. I know, the animal character. These anthropomorphic things in the series, it's hard to associate. Like, how old are they?
3: That and where do they come from that they're like anthropomorphic characters? Like, where the hell do they all spawn from? Well,
0: we got dinosaurs walking around, bears of swords, bears and swords,
3: work of fiction,
0: and piles of poop. So, you know what? That's, just, yeah. <laughs> know, there's no explanation. No explanation. It's, it's a Toriyama writing. <laughs> so we're in this village here, and we learn that you know, the girls are being kidnapped, and we have this awful ogre being who is stealing children. And it's um, just kind of a generic, okay, here's Goku to save the day, also introducing more characters, that being Oolong.
1: But cross-dressing. Yes, Goku, Goku cross-dressing. is
0: cross-dressing.
3: Yeah, they, they dress him up quite nice.
0: He looks kind of cute. And apparently he fooled Oolong. Until he saw him peeing. And <laughs> that
3: was funny. Got
0: a little glimpse there and said, whoa, that's awesome. not so much.
3: Yeah. Uh, Be we- careful what you wish for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do see Bulma's um, slutty ways here, dare I say. 34C. I believe in the Japanese she actually says how big it is in centimeters. Ah. But that's probably the uh, closest approximation that Viz could come up with to put in there. I don't know what that number is, but it's pretty good. It's acceptable. And uh, then we have Oolong shapeshifting some more and moving on to the next chapter. Kind of a two-part chapter here. Up until now, it's been pretty segmented. They leave and then it's off to a new adventure in the next chapter. Direct continuation here. Goku fighting Oolong and he's wearing his little communist outfit. Then he turns into the giant robot with
1: chopsticks. What's going on here? We learn that Oolong can only transform for five minutes at a time. Right, and then he's got to wait a minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of comes up later with fusion. Same kind of thing, where they can only sustain it for, is it 30 minutes and then they have to wait an hour? I think so. Well, it makes for good comedy. Yeah, it does. It exactly. also
3: makes for a good War of a Warcraft uh, spell. Use it for five minutes, can't use it again for an hour. That really sounds familiar.
0: Never played, but I'm sure lots of people will appreciate the reference.
3: Yeah, sorry guys. I, <laughs> I guess I'm your wow reference here.
0: <laughs> so then we're done with the Oolong and... Uh, Little pap hat going on there, and Oolong would like you to know that he is not homosexual. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He's not a fan of the Pat-Pat. No, he's not a fan of the Pat-Pat. In the next chapter, we introduce to another two characters, Yamcha and (laughs) Plad. And, Mary, you were commenting that it seems like the capsules are a hot commodity around here. Yes.
1: I mean, not just in the desert, but even Bulma seems to kind of tout them a bit, and Oolong seems to hoard. Mm -hmm. I think he was hoarding one. Right. So, you know, it kind of seems like later on this is, you know, really a part of civilization, but maybe at this point, maybe let's assume... It was just a, an early technology, so maybe they were a hot deal. Back well, I, then. I was gonna say that later on in the series, anytime we see the characters, other than Goku
0: out at Mount Paozu, um it's all East City, West City, big buildings, lots of people, lots of rich people. Maybe it's not so hot out there, but in the middle of the desert, having some capsules with water and a house. Yeah,
1: maybe that is it a good seems thing. to be how Gamcha makes his livelihood is stealing this stuff, right? We've got the uh, the PP going on here with Oolong.
0: More manipulative Bulma going on. Something I want to talk about.
3: Oh, isn't that the uh, digestive... The pill? Yes. The pill, yeah.
0: Not candy, Not candy. No. no. <laughs> I want to talk about poor a little bit here. Very um, quick to want to kill people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something that seems a little out of character when you get familiar with the character later in the series. Just, let's kill him. Kill him. Jack, <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's kill him. Let's go rob him and slit their throats. and Yeah. A little strange. Um, not a whole lot gets accomplished in this chapter, other than we really see Yamcha. And the next one is when he shows up and essentially challenges Goku. Our first real fight. Right. Uh, we actually did see Goku's Pun earlier, uh, which I guess you could say was the first special attack in the entire series. That's the rock, paper, scissors. But we do see that used again here. And we have that versus the Roga Fufuken. Or as uh, Viz translates it, what did they say? Fist of the Wolf Fang. Funimation does what? Wolf Fang Fist. It's all pretty accurate. First real special attacks in the series, and we also have Goku using Yoibo as a weapon, other than just hitting birds out of the sky. Knocks a wind out of Yamcha here. I guess you'd say it's the first real fight, not against
1: a fish. Or, bear. or a bear. Or
0: a robot oolong. Right. Or bear wielding a sword. <laughs> and uh, in comes the Yamcha is deathly afraid of women. Which I think
1: is so adorable. It, it really is. is. It's a shame they kind of um, eventually, I wouldn't say they abandoned that storyline, uh, but rather- Get over it. He gets over it. Yeah. Well, I think that's just a, such a cute trait. I remember mm-hmm. when I first started watching Dragon Ball, 95. when I caught it at like 5.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. the reason I got to say I got interested in the show other than thinking, oh, okay, this is that anime stuff, was well, a the they- cat. Actor sure. Of Yamcha because I thought he was so cute with his fear of women. I was like, oh, he's fun.
0: That, that's one reason. It's the other reason that it was take Cole. Yeah. Okay.
1: But I wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now I'm really confused because there's. You was, were watching Rama. I, I don't know. Who was he in Rama? He was Kuno. Right. But I'm thinking I watched Sailor Moon first and I always assumed I saw Dragon Ball randomly a little bit uh. later. So I'm confused because I must have seen but somewhere in between to have been able to pick out his voice actor. Regardless, your love for Ted Cole um, existed yeah. at this point good stuff and um
0: that's kind of how it ends and he, he runs off and he's panting real continuation here uh chapter nine uh yamcha is ready to sneak in he's got this devious plan par's gonna shapeshift and <laughs> they're gonna put goku out of commission get him out of there except yamcha gets a nice glimpse of uh dare i say the titties and maybe more and full on yeah full on then she's looking out the window hmm
1: why is she showering
0: open? open window right there? No problem. Because it's
1: the desert. Who's going to be there? Well,
3: she had no problem exposing her crotch to a sixty-five-year-old man,
1: so.
3: huh. turtle hermit. He's a lot older than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's a turtle <laughs> hermit. probably a lot older than that.
1: We should say at this point they have like what five Dragon Balls. So there's a reason why I'm just wanting to sneak right, in there because right. he has this brilliant plan of oh, we'll let them do all the work and right, then we'll right. just steal we'll all the, the balls.
0: balls. <laughs> and so we have the whole thing. We long Far don't know that each other has shape shifted. And have such poor they,
1: impersonations
3: they yeah. both look
0: awful <laughs> and they
3: just fool each other it's the best
0: <laughs> and Yamcha once again gets a full glimpse of Bulma as he pulls the sheet off of her in bed. He's walking out all bug-eyed. and Far's like, it's okay. It's okay. Just just forget about it. get <laughs> it out of your mind. <laughs> Not a problem. So then we're moving on again. Chapter 10. We got two more chapters in the first volume. And then moving on to the mountain that is on fire. Because there's a Dragon Ball there. This is going to introduce a couple more characters. We have Bulma in the bunny suit. Because that's yes. all Oolong had. Why did Oolong have a bunny outfit? But he
1: made a great point. Which I was thinking it. Yes. And then as soon as it yes. was written in text, I was like, I can't believe they it actually were smart enough to write that. Yes. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, you didn't have to put it on or something to the effect of, well, you went through the effort of putting it on. And so i like, got yeah.
0: here to show us <laughs> yeah. that you're wearing it. So you might as well,
3: let's go. That's Toriyama saying, I know what you're thinking. I'm confirming what you're thinking. <laughs> exactly. You are
0: correct. Exactly. <laughs> There's so much great self-aware stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it's not so direct as it's Toriyama saying, yes, I am the author. My name is Toriyama. I like drawing Bulma in a funny outfit. <laughs> So well, he has a long say for him.
3: He's also pulling a fast one on previous uh, manga and anime series that did that, where they right. were like, random people would come down and be like, How do you know, this is ridiculous? Why do I look like this? Right. Well, because you dressed up as it. <laughs>
1: That's why you Like did it, you exactly. saw what this was as you were putting it on. You could have stopped any time. So, so,
3: if anything, Toriyama's being also quite satirical. Yeah, in, in his own series,
0: he's always been good at that.
3: So yeah, so he's pulling a fast one on a lot of fans of that era, right? Which is really, really interesting.
0: Yeah, we got Yamcha firing missiles. with a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> we got some great stuff with Goku. He's he's always ready to fight, but he would like to have some food in his belly before he fights. That's a okay. theme
3: that carries on later on, yeah. too, doesn't it? Oh, of course. Like, that's a this is like the first time they introduce
1: yeah. you know, the fact that Goku needs to eat carnivory pyre. Yeah, they-
0: <laughs> Not a whole lot going on there. Um, they're fighting. They're still moving on. And Yamcha's going to follow him because he wants those Dragon Balls. He
1: wants to cure his fear of women and get married. I didn't know that. He was like, you he want didn't? to get married? <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a very nice aim, but for seven Dragon Balls and any wish you want, that's what you wish for.
1: <laughs> that's what makes some you know, bone with his own wish also equally as funny. She right. even says like, "Well, originally I wanted a lifetime supply of strawberries, but instead yeah. I decided I wanted a perfect boyfriend." <laughs> of course, so the- these guys are thinking very yeah. small. None of this. Let's bring people back to life. The right.
3: worst people you could imagine wanting these seven Dragon Balls are. After it, and doing pretty <laughs> well at getting them, which is kind of sad, but that makes sense.
0: <laughs> so we're going on to the last chapter here, chapter 11 in the first volume. Uh Oolong's ready to run away at a drop of a hat, but he can't really do so because Bumble's got one on him. And then we're introduced to yet another new character. And two. that's
1: well, In this chapter. That's yeah, true.
0: Two. We get Chi-Chi first. We don't really know much about her at this point but she's so
3: cute she's got an
1: axe
0: on her head she is she's um got no problem decapitating a dinosaur and And then saying that's gross and zapping (laughs) it disintegrating it it. wow she's uh pretty hot stuff there and uh Yamcha's there and he scares her and knocks the shit out of her
1: (laughs) the reason he can do this is because this is so funny Far is like well she was a girl how come you weren't scared of her and he goes I don't have a Lolita complex (laughs) what are you kidding
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> then we move on. Uh, Goku and the others, are they want the Dragon Ball. We're introduced to Gilmao, or the uh, Ox Demon King.
3: The father of Chi-Chi, correct?
0: That is correct.
3: Do we know this at this point?
0: Um, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. I don't, I don't think we they announce- they do. I think that's going to be the next chapter or two when he sends Goku off to find her. Yeah. But something we do learn about that is very important here is that Goku is the grandson of Son Gohan, who Mao is familiar with and knows in some capacity. So we have this circle of uh, masters and pupils going on here, and that kind of brings in, okay, well, what happened to Son Gohan? Why is Goku's grandfather not around? We know he's dead, and we're not going to know for another 17 volumes almost. Jeez. Actually, more than that. Probably be about, I can't do math, 18 or 19 volumes. But uh, I thought that was really interesting that they introduced this. And then the chapter pretty much ends. And that's the end of the first volume. So there's your brief synopsis of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's analyze it a little bit. I have a couple things I would like to discuss. We already talked about which characters are introduced in which chapters. Right off the bat, we get Goku and Bulma. Some of the items are introduced very early, and they carry on throughout the entire course of the series. In the very first chapter, we have capsules, we have Dragon Balls, We have nyo which kind of gets lost later on. I mean, they put it to use. Jeff, you'll learn about that in about a year. The stick, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. And uh, also in the first chapter, we have the dragon radar, which remains there. And then chapter three, we get King Tone. I want to talk about a few plot points, though, that we're introduced to in this very first volume. We already uh, talked about Gohan. We learned in the very first chapter that he's dead, so he's out of the picture. But then towards the end, we learn uh, his name and his associations with other characters. But let's talk about the very first chapter again, briefly, and all the things that are brought up that remain staples of the series.
1: Seven Dragon Balls, Shenlong, a Wish. Dragon Balls seemed very small back then. Yeah, you noticed that. Like, Bowman was holding them with, like, two fingers, I think, and eventually they get to the point where people, you know, need to hold them with their two hands. Right. So it's kind of interesting that he kind of changes his drawing style.
0: Well, art definitely does adapt over the years to what happens. Mary, something you wanted to talk about was how is this as a general first volume, not just as the first volume of Dragon Ball, but as a first volume to a series? How does it work? Does it not work?
1: I feel like in the last couple of years, I've read a lot of volume ones of various seasons, of various series, of various genres, and- Mm -hmm. This has a lot going for it. Like a lot, yes. it seems like gets accomplished. There's a lot of characters introduced, and it's really fun. It's simple, I
3: mean, it's it's kind of interesting to compare it to other series. Let's say like Video Girl I, mm-hmm. you know, guy buys videotape, girl pops out of screen, which is like mimicking Oh My Goddess, which is guy calls up number, girl pops out right. of mirror. Um, God, I can think of another one that runs in the same theme, <laughs> and this one doesn't really follow that. Uh, it kind of goes on its own tangent where it's uh, girl finds boy. Right. They go off and just start, like, That's r- wrecking havoc, basically.
0: Gender roles are a little bit reversed there.
3: Yeah. So it, it kind of takes its own step, and, and uh, it, you just do not expect it to go to the level of seriousness that it does in some of the later volumes. Right. It was really interesting.
0: We should point out that it was definitely a very loose parody of Journey to the West as it began. Uh, Bulma plays the role of the priest, and Goku is obviously Sun Wukong, or... Son Goku, because that's his exact name. He's got the tails. he's got Noibo, he's got Kintone. You can argue which characters play some of the other characters. Oolong is obviously the only character, or I should say the only other character that directly corresponds with the Journey to the West character. Then you can say, well, does Yamcha play the other one? Some say that later on Piccolo kind of becomes that other character. I I definitely say check out Journey to the West and learn who these other characters are. That might give you a little bit more appreciation of where Toriyama was coming from with some of these characters. And especially the the flips he does with some of their roles in the series. But, so Mary, as a Volume 1, you think it worked? Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, I thought it was simple, but not... Dumb, simple, like I didn't feel like it was complete stupidity. Which
3: if you look at the cover, you kinda wouldn't think that. Right. <laughs> the cover is kinda cutesy compared to what's inside it.
0: Right. I mean, it's full of poop jokes and penis and boobs, but it's not the kind of thing. I don't know how to describe it. It it's, works. It's
3: not sophomoric. It's actually I don't know. It's it, clever? It's A lot clever. of it's just
0: snide comments yeah. like off to the side too. Which I kinda liked. Another thing I want to talk about are character traits that are established very early on, and are any of those broken later on. Manipulative Bulma is just my phrase of this volume. Everyone just bends to her every will here.
1: I think eventually she becomes more bossy than yeah. flat-out manipulative. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's very Like true. She always mm-hmm. likes to be in charge, but she's not quite so underhanded and sneaky about things later She's very on. sneaky here. Yeah.
0: Between not telling Goku what really goes on, that the dragon Ball scatter... And uh, giving Oolong the, the pee-pee thing. She's crafty. I like it.
1: Me too. I kind of wish she'd stayed in such a prominent role. Yeah. Because very quickly, she's, I think as soon as it goes into the next arc, you know, it's not about her anymore. Mm. I mean, it very much becomes Goku's show.
3: That's so, that's sure. what's so interesting about it, because she has such a prominent role here. Mm-hmm. And it just gets downplayed as the series goes on. Right. It's just so weird to see how that happens, because she's she's here so much, and you know what happens later on. Well, most of everyone who's listening to this does. Right. And it's just, it's really out of place. But then it kind of makes sense because she's really the one who was searching for the Dragon Balls in the first place. And now that she has this whole group of people following after her, it kind of switches over to Goku instead. So she's sort of in the background.
0: We've actually had an episode all about gender roles. And I always stick with Toriyama. Female characters are there to produce more male characters. When her, what she can do is done with. That's what she became. She became a mother to introduce another character. I think Mm -hmm. during
1: that episode, I was under the impression, and I can't remember if I've actually said this, but... Mm -hmm. He can't write women characters, but when I read this I think Bulma's was really yeah, well written, but I can't tell if that's just because of Viz's translation making her really snappy sounding that's and stuff. True. Mm. So it's hard to tell if that's Toriyama or
0: Viz's influence. Did he just exhaust what he could do with that? Is he just not capable of writing? I don't know. I didn't deeper? read
1: all of Doctor Slump. I mean, that's full of female characters, so Yeah,
0: but they're not deep at all. Mm. I mean, I don't want to say Doctor Slump is paper thin, but Doctor Slump is paper thin. <laughs> How about any of the other characters? Goku's naivete. Yeah, Did he really will.
3: he doesn't know anything. No.
1: Right, I mean he stays naive, but this is like extreme. Like he doesn't know civilization. He doesn't know females. He right. doesn't know
0: what a woman is.
1: He's oh, my heard God. of them. These mystical creatures. Like, my grandpa told me to be nice to them if I saw one. Right. How <laughs> does he be nice to her? Um, he
0: follows her around.
1: He doesn't, doesn't
0: talk back to her. Much. <laughs>
3: But he also has this really weird sense of saving people. Like leaving them dangling in front of a cliff and have them, you know, wet themselves. That's, he's
0: like, Well, what are yeah. you doing? Come on, let's go. <laughs> that was one of the scenes I love when he's flying on the cloud and they're walking or riding in the cars and they can't go fast enough. He doesn't like comprehend that not everyone is him. It can go that fast. Oh,
3: and uh, and he thinks they're alien creatures, the little bike and everything. <laughs> and he starts tapping it. And- I love that.
0: <laughs> any other characters have any important... We have the perverted Kamisenin Oolong.
3: That stays I- the same. I feel same. like that they get worse. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It only gets worse.
1: <laughs> I think Yamcha is at its- at his best really, really early on. Like, he doesn't really... I Still mean, he gets-, to he gets screen time. And I think the only other time he gets to shine is during... Um, some of the tournaments, but
3: Oolong. What about Oolong? I gotta mention Oolong. Okay, because um, he's a real bastard. Yes, <laughs> he he's a he's such a bastard. And it's like, <laughs> well, you know, I'll just turn into a fish and swim away. <laughs> or, and he does, and then they just catch him anyway. I'm like, just dude, give up. <laughs> You're gonna die. Just follow him.
1: I could become panties for you. Wink, wink, mm, wink. Yes. And um, like you said, Poir is like really ugly, <laughs> uh, bloodthirsty. Yeah, he really
0: is. Loved is- it.
1: Did they even say if Poir is he or she? I still don't know to this day what uh, Poir is. They never stated it, and I believe
0: Toriyama was asked this, and he said to him, Poir was always viewed as a male.
1: Oh, okay.
3: I could understand that, but if you listen to his voice actor in the English dub, even in the thought, Japanese version, yeah, even in the Japanese version, you always thought they play it as eh, a female. Yeah, they play as a female, but it could be really either way if you listen yeah. really closely. So, yeah, you, know, you never know. And they
0: never go out of their way to like give romantic interests. So,
3: <laughs> yeah. They don't have, they don't love, really. Although, I thought it was incredibly funny to see Oolong as a pimp, and uh, (laughs) all the girls that he captured were, like, living it up in his palace. I thought that was awesome. It's like,
1: please take them away.
0: I can't do this anymore. (laughs) Something TV series fans will probably notice reading through this is the distinct lack of pilaf. Now, when you're watching the TV series, you're already introduced to Pilaf and Mai and Shu, or Soba, as Toriyama initially called him and then forgot and renamed him.
1: I didn't know that. It's
0: interesting. <laughs> but in this first volume, none of that appears. A lot of that was just filler in the TV series to add some extra stuff, get some more quests going on in there, lengthen those episodes out. But that got me thinking, you know, all right, these episodes had a little bit of filler in them. Not too much. Pretty good. This is one volume, 11 chapters. I said, all right, let me look in the TV series. How many episodes did these 11 chapters last? It was about seven episodes, maybe a little bit into episode eight. Let's say seven episodes covered the 11 chapters. A lot of people say, hmm, Dragon Ball could have been a lot shorter without all that filler. Let's do some math here. If we say that 11 chapters correspond to 7 episodes, the manga covers 519 chapters, and that is from Dragon Ball all through Dragon Ball Z, because... All of the manga is just called Dragon Ball. So that's 153 episodes plus 291 episodes creates um, the 444 episodes. 11 to 7, 519 to 330. If you kept that same pace that they did in these first seven episodes with this first volume, the entire Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z TV series could have been 330 episodes. So almost 100 episodes less. Hmm. Than what it was. A lot of fans are always like, "Oh, let's let's make a filler-less version of the show to cut it down. It'd be so much better." I just thought that was really interesting that the pace, unfortunately, happens with every long-running shonen. Ah, hmm. uh, perhaps you've heard of Naruto. <sighs> One
1: Piece seems to be doing okay.
0: They, they do, do lots of filler. They stuff.
1: do it. I don't know how to say it more stealthily. Right. I
0: guess. Although I I do hear that some of the later arcs do
3: drag on. Two questions. Yeah. Number one, Mm -hmm. do they do recap episodes? In Dragon Ball? Yeah.
1: They don't do recap episodes, but they do have episodes that have 15-minute flashbacks.
3: Uh, Yes, that I remember. Mm -hmm. Especially like the last episodes, I think, had that, right? The last few episodes? Vegeta
1: has a flashback very, very, very late in the series. Mm -hmm. That
3: I remember. That Um, one
1: actually... I feel like emotionally kind of warrants it, but there's like a stupid one in the middle of the Android Saga where, um, yes. Master Roshi has a flashback to yes, the entire Red right. Ribbon Army right. stuff. He's and describing
0: it to Marin. Oh and it was my God. It's awful. It's atrocious. I think I stopped watching at that point. That
3: really <laughs> takes me off. No, but, um, second question Are you counting those? In what? In, like, the final total of episodes. Not like that would really matter. I thought that was going to be more, like, a bigger number. Like, you know, there are 15 recap episodes, so you take that off the final number.
0: No, there's 153 Dragon Ball episodes and 291 Dragon Ball Z episodes.
3: And yet there's, like, barely any recap episodes.
0: No, it's just all... Elongated episodes. (sighs) There's...
3: That's really good. There's only
0: two complete new filler arcs, yeah, like complete story arcs that didn't exist in the manga. There's the Garlic Jr. arc,
1: and that was nine episodes. Nine
0: episodes, I think, and then the Anayoichi Budokai, which took place between the Cell Saga and the Buu Saga, and that's around the same length. I don't remember exactly. I think it's like seven or eight, maybe not.
3: So that they like threw that. into the the anime series and didn't follow the manga, right? So is there anything in the manga that didn't make it to the anime series?
0: All in all, no. It's all pretty much there. Dragon Ball is one of the quote-unquote best uh, manga to TV adaptations in that it's... That's what it sounds like. It it follows the same story, unlike something like Sailor Moon, which I don't want to say is completely different, but it's...
1: They borrow elements like the theme of the story arc, some of the villains and whatnot, but they never explicitly copy exact chapters. I mean, they kind of are very similar, but I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say there are many episodes... You know what that's not true they have a, there, a are few, there are some There are special chapters yeah. that are outside of the regular continuity that have mm-hmm. been adapted into episodes and I think it's because they're so the special manga chapters are so episodic mm. like okay let's turn this into an anime episode right
3: So then who's responsible for the TV series being that well adapted to the manga is that like the directors um, is that the director's capability to just shorten it brilliantly? Or is it Toriyama's for being able to write a series that could be shortened that easily? Right. Because that really is quite remarkable for a series to have that kind of uh, length, not have that many recap episodes, which is a huge turnoff.
0: There is some excruciating filler, and everyone points to the end of the Frieza arc. Get you all know hope, five episodes or yeah. five minutes takes ten episodes blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah we all admit that was bad if you can get beyond that that's the most awful part of filler in the series they do just stretch out some fights yes there's some of the staring matches that kind of stuff mm. it's not as bad as it could have been if they kept this pace with seven episodes to about 11 chapters it could have been about 100 episodes less that would have been pretty interesting to see if they actually went through with that. Mm. Sure, anything else any you guys want to talk about with this? First volume of Dragon Ball.
1: I can see why it was pulled from American Shells in Toys R Us when <laughs> it was first released here.
0: Ah, uh, Saka Mums. Good call.
1: Because when you see this cutesy cover and you don't expect to see, you know, full blown nudity. Right, it is a children's book, especially in Japan. Right, and here you know, boobs equals porn, no matter how cutesy it may be.
0: That's true. Mm. It
3: was rather. I mean, it's like it's like there's nudity and stuff, but it is tame. Yeah, it's you know, it's just cute. It's fun.
0: I wouldn't say it's not sexual, but it, it's it it's not had, sexual.
1: Well, let's
3: put it this way. I think the only thing sexual in it was Bulma in a bunny suit. Right, and that's only because I know someone who would totally get <laughs> off on that. But you know, and that
1: involves clothes.
3: Everything's and everything's covered. It's covered. So.
0: It's so what do you guys think?
1: I like it. I Good can't stuff? wait to read the next one.
3: Yeah, when do I get to read the
0: next
1: one? <laughs> volume 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's going right. to be hard to wait till March.
0: I know. I mean, you can read it if you want. Yeah, but then don't forget. Right.
1: i have to read it again.
0: <laughs> All right. So we're going to try and stick with this. Every month, we are going to read another volume of the manga. We will give a synopsis of what happens in that volume, our thoughts on uh, pretty much everything. So next month, Volume 2. And we are going to finish out the episode with uh, a couple emails. We do have a couple releases, so let's hit that stuff up. We'll cruise through these releases for February. Merry February
1: 6th. If you don't know about this by now, you should be shot, or at least taken out from under the rock you've been living under. You, you need to read the entire <laughs> web Yes, indeed. And if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're on the interweb. In any case, um, Dragon Ball Z Vegeta Saga Season 1 Funimations remastered DVD box set. Stuff. Now with more stuff. Now with more or less picture. <laughs> now with more or less picture. <laughs> All the less picture you can eat for $49.98 retail.
0: Uh, I hear Best Buy knocked it from 35 down to 30 something like that.
1: Hey, it's just like what I was saying last episode. Like, I'll buy it if I don't have to pay much for it. So we're getting there. That's nice. Uh, coming
0: out on February 7th over in Japan, it is the end. Dragon Ball Z DVD volumes 46, 47, 48, and 49. These are the individual Archie releases based off of the Dragon Box. So uh, it's the proper 4x3 quasi-remastered release in Japan. This is the end of the series. All 291 DBZ episodes are out. And they are 3990 in a pop. It's about $35, $36. You're taking a month off, and in April they are starting up the original Dragon Ball. So cool stuff. Jeff, what comes out on February 8th? Oh, yeah, you, yeah, You yeah. give me the
3: Japanese. Yeah, right. that's right. Uh, let's see. It looks like we have here Dragon Ball Z. Why is Dragon Ball Z twice?
0: Uh, because I can't type.
3: <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the twicely typed Dragon Ball Z Haru Kanaru Goku Dense, 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 Densetsu. That's what it is. Densetsu.
0: That's correct. <laughs> that, that was pretty good.
3: <laughs> Actually, that's also a part of the name of Secret of Mana in, uh, Japanese. Densetsu.
0: That's, uh, Legend.
3: Oh, Legend of Mana. That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. Densetsu. That's yep. why. Um, let's see. New DBZ RPG card based. Yep. Ooh, very nice. Nintendo DS. That's right. That's a Nintendo DS game? Yep. That's pretty sweet. Yep. So no word on American release as of yet, but you know Mike's going to get it, so it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> we do know that it's coming out. We don't have an exact date. Atari is saying spring.
3: But it's listed under February 8th for... That's a Japanese release. Japanese release. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Right. And it's forty eight ninety dollars 90 at PlayAsia.
0: Right. Mm. Mine should be shipping uh, next week. Cool stuff. Because
3: you're legal. And all your fanboys got it a week before you, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they always do. I always read online, like other sites ship it earlier, and I'm like, oh, I could order it from there. And get yeah, the
3: but then coach. they get it, and it's covered in moss and, let's see, so, like, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, seaweed and, you know. A
0: little bit of anthrax. And SARS. A <laughs>
3: little bit of it. SARS, total <laughs> SARS.
0: So I don't get sick when I get my game.
3: Yeah, they, they get chicken flu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what's coming out in February. So we are going to move on to the emails. <laughs> Yeah. Hi. you my email man. Yes, I am. First one here comes from What's Up. Hi, What's
3: Up. What's Up. Uh, he, what's Up writes, Out of curiosity, though you guys aren't all big into the dub, but one, if you had a say in the casting, and two, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z came out in chronological order as it did in Japan, would you keep the same actresses playing Goku and Kuririn? Really? Kuririn? Kuriin. Throughout the series, or recast them at the 23rd Bodokai?
0: That's an interesting question. I think it would all depend on whether or not you had the foresight to know what would happen to those characters later on to give them a voice that could work in their chibi and then quasi adult forms. I think for Kuridin, it could work fine. The height it, helps. Right. The height doesn't change a whole.
1: He gets a little taller. He kind he, he gets
0: a little taller. But I think if you pick the right voice, it could work. Goku, for an American audience and an English voice, I think it would be really tough to pull off. I think you have to
1: change Goku. I think you have to. Mm, and I don't have really
0: to. have too much of a problem with that. It definitely works in Japanese, the way the voice is played and the way Masako Nozawa is the character. But, yeah, I I don't think it works in English, and I really don't have a problem that they change the voice. And I would do the same thing.
3: Mm. So, well, let's see. He says, uh, would you keep the same actresses? So when they say actresses, they're They're only referring to the... Right, the people who started off playing those characters.:
0: Well, I you know Saffron Henderson started out playing Goku as a child, and that uh, was a female, and it worked fine. We do that a lot in American cartoons. Women play the young boys. Mm. It, it just works.
3: And no young boy is really going to get cast for it because of the uh, <laughs> because level of patience act. they have to have. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's just no patience for that, right. So um, and I don't see many female voices working for Goku as an adult. In English,
3: Dakota Fanning. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am a Masako Nozawa fanboy. I love the voice. I love the character. I fully accept and admit that that wouldn't work in English. I don't have a problem with it. Mary,
1: what do you think? I agree. Yeah. You. Know, I, I don't think it would work at all in English. Right. I don't know. If you found someone with a butch enough voice that can pull it off, maybe. My problem isn't with
0: changes in characters' voices. My problem is people who can't act.
1: Well, yeah, that's the big thing.
0: (laughs) Uh, I would also like to say, what's up? Um, Sign your emails because I recognize the email address and I don't remember who you are. So like say, hi, my name is
1: someone from somewhere from this
0: year. Something like that. And I will
3: say hello, someone from someone in this year. Instead of like, what's up?
0: I mean, we can flash gang signs at each other.
3: Like, which we have. Up? We're doing it currently. That's right. Woot.
0: All right. So there you go. What's up with the next email? Let's like, uh, see what I did there. What's up? Oh, yeah,
1: no, you,
3: oh that was that was good. You're Dude.
1: getting the uber nerdy email. U-
3: uber nerdy.
0: I love the uber nerdies.
3: Oh, guess. Oh, this is good. I get to, like, uber act. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this question's from Doug, and uh, Doug types. <laughs> My question is about Gohan's Kamehameha, which killed Cell. I watched the episode and noticed that when it showed a view of the Earth and the beam leaving the Earth, the beam looked like it was shot straight up instead of horizontally. What's up with that? And also, why was Gohan falling from the sky after the Kamehameha? He was clearly on the ground when he shot it. Was the energy flowing around Gohan so powerful that his aura made a hole underneath him? Thanks in advance, I love you guys, and Mary, who is not a guy. I enjoy
1: that. (laughs) I enjoy being a girl.
0: (laughs) These are fun emails.
1: You know what? I, at first, I was like, oh, who cares about the beam? I don't know. But then he made a great point. The second Look, one I love. Like, oh my I god, he's right. That. Yes. <laughs> I love that because it's so true. I never thought about it until this email right here. Maybe maybe he did make a hole underneath. I him.
0: always noticed it, but I never like verbalized it. But it always bugged me.
1: Gohan was on
0: the ground when that shot and cell disintegrated. And it cuts back to Earth. Why is Gohan in the sky? I don't know. Huh. I think there's just so much... Kind of stuff that somehow we ended up. Is it up in there. the manga? Uh, I don't want to have to
1: move all those action figures. No, let's find it. We gotta do it. Kanzanban to
0: the
3: It's a very manga-esque episode right here.
1: Yes. I like it. It's a change of pace.
3: I think yeah. this is it.
0: I got Kanzaban 28 tier. Uh, Japanese paper's falling out. Okay, Gohan is on the ground doing the one-handed Kamehameha, and he's still on the ground. Goku shows up behind him. Fire. They meet. Blah, 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 blah. Vegeta fires from above. Gohan lets loose. It looks like Gohan kind of lifted up off the ground a little bit here. Here, let me pass this around. Where you take that? It's uh, this panel up here.
1: He looks like he'd still be on the ground.
0: I think he might be shooting up a little bit—not heroin, but like <laughs> into the sky. <laughs> so it's, that's how he gets all that power.
1: That's he's why he's clearly high. falling oh. to the ground here. Oh, you're right. You know what? Kind of flipping through the pages, it does look like he's not level with the ground, right. but not enough to go plop on the ground.
0: No, no, he was pretty high up in the show when he fell, and so uh, what are our answers here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Levitation. Gohan's a magician.
0: Gohan's a magician. Yes. I appreciate this answer. Ah, Jeff, what is your answer?
3: You you can't say magician. (laughs) I'm sorry. This artwork's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, and the following panel, he's up in the air. huh? And then he falls.
0: That's (laughs) weird.
3: Well, you know, just from how they drew it here, it doesn't look like he falls very far. But there is a giant crater. Right. And he kind of falls on the slope of the crater. Gotcha. Therefore... I think both. He yeah. he yeah. kind of he would have been on the ground, except the ground went away. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the, you you see his feet up in the air as he's uh, doing the mega blast. Right, right. So technically, he's off the ground then. But I think it's because the mega blast might have caused the hole as Fantastic. he shot it. That makes sense to
0: me. I completely agree with you. I yeah. find no flaws in your logic whatsoever.
1: As for the beam. I have no clue.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They did make another note in their email that in Budokai Three, it made more sense the way the beam was positioned, but I don't remember that. Oh, why was it? Yeah, I, you know what?
3: That bothered me too because it was it it went straight out from the Earth, right. right? Technically, it would have just looked like you know a music note. It would have just been going straight out from one point of the Earth. It wouldn't have been going straight up. But then. Let's just say there was a giant (laughs) mirror, okay, and it bounced and it went upwards.
0: I think Mary's (laughs) description of Gohan's a magician. That works. Is the best answer to any email of any podcast ever.
3: And that in Trunks. Yes. Yes. It's all because of Trunks.
1: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Who's dead?
0: Who's dead? It was his fault. It's
3: awful.
1: Blame it on the dead guy. Exactly. <laughs>
0: it's easy. It's easy. It's convenient. Fantastic. For your um, appropriate and fun answer of Gohan's a magician, all you need to do is send an email, comments, questions, whatever you got. Podcast at dizex.com. Jeff, how do you spell podcast?
3: P O D C A S T.
0: That is correct. You I mean, win the yes! spelling bee. Woo! You Round win more two. rum. I win more rum. You <laughs> <laughs> hit shift two and then marry dizex.
1: D A I Z E X.
0: Dot com. Dot com. That is true, and that's where you send them. Or if you're on the website, you hit that contact link on the left, and all the information is there. Fantastic. That is going to wrap up this episode. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. It, it really is.
1: Oh!
3: It's because Julian's not here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I make that reference daily. Oh, nice.
1: <laughs> Just about. <laughs> Mary I can, can attest to this. <laughs> like, oh, Mike, you really like that song. <laughs> you make or as cool. Andrew would say, it's crumb believable. <laughs> oh. 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 That is the
0: end of the episode. Woo! Oh. Uh, look forward to more episodes in the future because we tend to do that. Uh, we are going to have our full review of the uh, remastered, uncut, widescreen awesome, super, less picture box set thing. Is there an official title for it? I keep seeing Funimation calling it different things. What's that
3: What's that Windows Vista signature, personally numbered, Ultra Mega Special <laughs> <laughs> Edition? How many words is in that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that thing. We're going to have a review of that in an upcoming episode. Um, I just remembered all sorts of other things I had planned for the future, too. We're going to have a review of Haru Kanaru Goku Densetsu. We're going to have a review, finally, of... Uh, Best remix two thousand six one half special ultra super turbo EX plus alpha when <laughs> I get that in. Word on the street is that it sucks complete and total utter donkey ass. Oh really? That's yeah. a shame.
1: I like remixes.
0: I know. Aww. But I'm looking forward to tearing that one a new one. So <laughs> lots of reviews coming in the future. Cool stuff. So Jeff. Hi. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye now. Thanks for uh, hanging out. Sure. Reading Malaga. You will be back for volume two? Absolutely. Sweet. Well, if uh, anyone would like to see anything you've ever done, you you have a site with 250. 250- yes, 247
3: more gigs to go. <laughs> Crap. I'm going to learn Ruby on Rails because of this. Um, yeah, my, my website is www.jhgfd.com. If you really need help typing that one out, start at the J and go left four times. No, really. It's awesome. Sweet. Wow. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> it really
3: does.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: It's all true. Mary. Yeah.
0: You have a Dragon Ball website, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, and I can actually update it now. And it's about Vegeta's gay obsession with.
1: Chickens? <laughs>
0: Chickens? Chickens? Where are we going with this? I don't know. You gotta
1: no, it's actually all about Trunks' gay obsession with squirrels.
3: Oh, you had me. Oh, well, you still have me. I'm going to go read that.
0: What if
1: they're female squirrels? Doesn't matter.
3: The do they eat nuts? Come on. <laughs> oh wait, Shay. That yeah. Wow.
0: All right. I Mary, got screenshots. Where, where can you find this fantastic <laughs> website? I know you do, and notice how I glaze over that. <laughs> Spell it out for us. It's
1: T E M P L E O T R U N K S dot com. I hope to update it soon. No, Maybe. you don't. Yeah, I do. I mean, you hope to. Well, I hope to because now I can actually have. I can actually access it.
3: And your fangirlism is being uh, challenged.
1: Yeah, on I got to I got to I got to step up. Yeah. I was challenged a couple of weeks back and I went on a well, it was more like a couple of months ago. It was like <laughs> September October and someone <laughs> said something. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll prove you wrong." And I updated it. I was like, "Okay, I'm done proving."
0: <laughs> That's my quota for the year. I will see you all later. Yes. Back into the hibernation. Exactly. Fantastic. And then I guess that leaves the one and only Julian, who's not here.
3: Cricket, cricket, <laughs> ribbit.
0: Julian will hopefully be with us next week. He's got busy stuff going on. He's finishing up school. He's got all sorts of shows and stuff. But that's okay. We're rooting for him. Julian and myself can be found at www.daizex.com. That is G X. And uh, thanks to everyone for checking this out. This was episode 63, I believe. Next episode is 64, That's an important Dragon
1: Ball number. It is? Yes. Oh, a horrible person.
0: It was the untimely death
1: of Dragon Ball GT. Oh, I was actually just about to say that. I'm like, was that the number of GT episodes? Yes. Untimely. (laughs) Pause. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So check it out. Uh, For Jeff over here, for the missing Julian, and for Mary, I am Mike Lebris, Vegito EX, and I'm like a lawyer. Way we'll I'm always trying to get you off. Da is in shoe exu podrikasto kun shimokite kurasate adegato gozamas.